gentlemen, welcome back to the That Boy Brian. So today I've got a very special episode. It is Thursday. I usually post this on Friday, but it's Thursday when you guys are seeing this. Today I got three of my homeboys. I got Mason, Matt, and Sean here with me to discuss all things NFL at the midway point of the season. We got games for this week. We got a discussion about the MVP race, the playoff picture. We got so many things to cover on this podcast. Boys, I appreciate you guys being here. How are y'all doing? It's going well. Happy to be here. Yeah, just chilling, dude. Thanks for having us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, boys. So let's jump right into it. So coming off of last week, we're at the midway point of the year right now. We got teams looking to get into the playoffs, teams that are looking like they're going to be Super Bowl contenders, and then teams that are kind of like on the bubble. I want to start off on a very hot topic. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, last week on Sunday Night Football, they got absolutely destroyed by the Saints. What are we making of them? What do you guys think about them? I'll start with you, Mason, just because you're first here in order on my Discord. Um, what do you think about the Bucs and their future with the playoffs coming up? Okay, so honestly, I don't really think that... I feel like the Saints are the most well-rounded team in the NFL, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't really take it too much to heart if you were relying on the Bucs. Especially since they're Godwin's injured, they got they're testing out new running backs, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette. They're just kind of testing everything out. I feel like they're kind of playing right now for next year. Although they're winning, hmm. I feel like they're trying to develop their players as they go. Yeah, uh, Leonard Fournette is probably going to get a bigger role in the running offense because Ronald Jones has been having a, a like a fumbling issue. Yes, so. It'll be exciting to see what Leonard Fournette does, and I'm curious as what to like what Antonio Brown is going to do in terms of affecting Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Right, I think that's a huge thing. Like Antonio Brown, I think we're all kind of have that question mark next to his name. Like we know he can be a top receiver in this league, but we don't really know what he's going to do for this new look revamped Bucks team. Matt and Sean, do you guys have anything to add to that? What are you guys thinking about the Bucks? Uh, well, specifically about their matchup this week, they're going against the Panthers, which I think is an actually very interesting team. I don't think their record reflects how good they're they're doing, especially last week. I agree. Keeping up with the, a field goal away from the arguably Super Bowl favorite Chiefs. Right, so for sure. I think if this could be a game which they could very well lose their momentum against a Panthers team that's looking a lot better than their record right now. 100%. That's a really good point. Sean, you got anything to add on to that? Yeah, I think... That the Bucks game, I was very disappointed in the defense, and to, I am their not defense looked terrible. And I mean, I think that in football, a lot the, like both sides have to work together for success. Yep. And that Brady getting a bunch of three and outs mm-hmm. puts nothing on the defense. Defense had no rest. They had no You're rest. You're having three, eight, eight minute drives, mm. and they had no rest. And I think that people thought, oh, it's Michael Thomas's first game. Oh, they have no receivers. Oh, it's going to be a blowout. And Saints defense isn't as bad as people think it is. Dude, it really isn't. For sure. Also, though, I feel like I feel like for the Bucks defense, it doesn't really count last game because they're still a top ten defense in the NFL. Oh, yeah. I mean, I looked it up earlier. They're second in the league in pressure rate, second in the league in sacks, and fourth in the league in quarterback knockdown rate. Yeah. Um, Panthers offensive line is terrible. Yeah. And since they might not have Christian McCaffrey, yeah, like I have a feeling. I have a feeling the Bucks are gonna blow them out. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, 
I think that what Sean said was really important there. You can't blame that game on the Bucks defense. They had they were on the field for I don't know what the exact minutes were, but they were on the field for literally what felt like the whole game. The offense was terrible, and I think what's a bit of an area for concern. And we can we'll move on here from the Bucks in a second. I don't want to spend too much time right now because we will pick that game later on. But what's a huge area for concern, at least from last game, the Bucks had one of the best offensive lines in the league. They lose Ali Marpet last week. They're signing left guard. And the offensive line got shredded by the Saints defense. Brady was getting pressured left and right through three interceptions, which is very uncharacteristic from Tom Brady, especially this year. And I don't know, it's just a little interesting way to start off this week and this podcast. So that being said, let's get on to week number 10. Um, If you guys are watching this on YouTube or listening on our podcast, if you guys don't know, I post my game picks every single week on Thursday. Pretty much, I decided this week I'm going to get these three guys and we're going to hop on the pocket and I'm going to pick the games on here instead of making it separate video. So this will just be, pretty much be my game picks for this week. Hopefully you guys uh, do enjoy that. So let's start with Thursday Night Football. Sean is a Colts fan. If you guys couldn't tell by the Discord yes, by the Discord profile picture. Thursday Night Football, Colts-Titans, a huge AFC South matchup. We'll start with you, Sean. What, who are you picking for this game, and what are some thoughts you have? How could I not pick the Colts? I, 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 I kind of assume, but... <laughs> yeah, my pick for this game is definitely the Colts. I think... Um, I think, I mean, our team is really based around Philip Rivers right now. I mean, we have a good game. He stays on the field. Defense rests up, stops. St- I mean, th- we can stop any team. You have a great I, defense, too. And I think that if t- Taylor needs to stay in the game, he's a rookie running back. You know he has ball-carrying issues, and he can't secure the football. But it doesn't mean take him out of the game. Right. Leave him in the game and let these guys develop. Let Pittman develop. Let Pascal keep getting reps. Let this guy, let this guy. How's and, P- yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And just got to keep doing that type of stuff. And then the defense will perform. We know it can. Yeah, so I agree with that. Then, I, don't, I don't know who I'll let you guys know who I'm going to pick in a little bit. But I was going to ask you, how is Paris Campbell coming along? Is he, is he, is he back? The coach said he's gonna. He should be coming back soon. I don't. He he hasn't uh, give a time yet. Okay, interesting. Because that's a huge. That's a huge piece of your offense. That would definitely help Rivers. Because Campbell's one of those guys who can throw underneath. He can catch and he's quick. He can run for extra yards up to the catch. All right. So Matt, what do you think about this game? Who do you think is gonna come out on top? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. The O line has been very disappointing this year. Mm. Very disappointing. You have arguably the best O line in the league and mm-hmm. one of the biggest problems. So yeah, offensive line is huge. Then should be good. Mm-hmm. But that's I like all I that. got to say. No, I like that. That's, that's, that's some good information there, Matt. What do you think about this game? I think that the story of this game is going to be the Colts on the defensive side of the ball and the Titans on the offensive side. These mm-hmm. are two of the top defenses slash offenses powers, and I think it's just when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object, you're going to know which one's going to budge first, and yeah. like, that's going to be the story of the game. Love the way you put that. Who are you picking? Who are you picking this one? <laughs> I don't know. Um, the the Titans defense, while it hasn't been great, I think they showed some life uh, last week. I think mm-hmm. that they're on a the defense is on the momentum, and I think I'm gonna have to go with them for this week just for that reason. Picking the Titans. Okay, I like what you said there about the you know like the two forces collas- or colliding. I like that. Mason, what about you? Um, I'm a little torn because I I don't think T. Y. Hilton is playing on Thursday right. against the Titans, and. Last week, Titans played the Bears. Bears have a good defense, and if it wasn't for that defensive touchdown that the Titans got, they would have only scored 17 points. Mm. With that being said, the Colts have a much better defense than the Bears uh, because, like, I, I'm reading right here, the Colts are sixth in the league in pressure rate. Okay. But when they blitz, they're 29th in the league. Mm. 
So with that being said, like it's I feel like it's gonna be a very low scoring game, but I feel like if the Colts defense steps up, they could win. Or if I feel like Philip Rivers, if he steps up, they could win because the Titans secondary is not the prettiest thing in the world. Right. Okay, so who's your final pick for this game? If you had to pick one. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Colts. Colts, okay. So that's T.Y. is active, by the way. T.Y. is playing this Oh, he is active. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so that, yeah, that, that's big. T.Y. hasn't had a great year this far, but he could. De- he's definitely a big part of the passing game when he is there, even if it's just as a distraction. So for me, this game, I, the guy's pretty much said it all. You know, the Colts' defense is very good, and their, their offense is shaky at times, but we've seen glimpses of life. When they had the game against, I think it was the Vikings, um, where they put up a lot of points. You know, there, there's glimpses of life in this Colts offense, and I really think if their running game comes together, they can definitely take control of this game. That being said, the Titans' offense looks really good. Last week, Corey Davis had no catches. They still put up 24 points. I mean, look, I, I don't know. Humphreys might be back. I think he had a concussion. He might be back. Uh, AJ Brown looked great last week. It's Henry's obviously Henry's a beast. Um, I don't know. It's a clo- this should be a great Thursday night game. It's tough. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna pick the Colts actually. You know, I I didn't know who I was gonna pick. I, you know, I don't know who I'm gonna pick for these teams. I kind of just go based off of what we talk about. But I'm actually gonna go with the Colts. So we got a three-one here for the Colts. That's crazy. I you know looking at the game, I thought I was gonna pick Titans, but no, I'm gonna go with the Colts. All right. That's Thursday night. Should be a good one tonight when you guys well, it's tonight when you guys watch it. It's tomorrow when we're recording this, but you know what I'm saying. Sunday, we got five games in the early window and actually six in the late window, which is actually really rare. That has really never ever. I don't think I think it's the first time it's ever happened since in like 20 years, which is actually crazy. But let's start with the first game on my list here. We got the Texans and the Browns. I'm just gonna go first. I'm gonna say it. I think the Browns bounce back. The Texans actually look they looked pretty solid. Um, they almost lost to the Jaguars though, and it's like their offense looks good, but their defense looks really bad in my opinion. And I just think that the Browns bounce back after a tough week last week or two weeks ago actually against the Raiders because they're coming after a bye. I think they come out prepared, ready to go. I think the Browns get get the job done. What about you, Mason? Um. I, I have no clue because I think the I think the Browns defense is a lot better. Mm-hmm. But jeez, I don't know. Deshaun Watson, he had a little little shining moment last week. He had a good game. He hasn't been playing well all year. But with that being said, I think Baker Mayfield is one of the worst quarterbacks, especially <laughs> now that Odell is gone. Yeah. And I believe Nick Chubb is coming back this week, so yeah. I think they're gonna rely heavily on the run. Austin because Hooper's also, also back. Yeah, they're gonna, I'm telling you, they're just going to be doing a lot of checkdowns, a lot of runs, a lot of screens. I'm going to pick the Browns in this one, but I won't be. I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans start airing out the ball to Will Fuller yeah. and get a lead. I, yeah, that's yeah. And I think the secondary is a bit of a issue for the Browns. If if you're going to pinpoint a part in their defense that is a bit of a liability, definitely their secondary. Their 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 front seven is pretty solid. They get a lot of pressures with you know Miles Garrett, Olivier Vernon, people like that. But yeah, the secondary definitely could be a problem. They only really have one weapon on secondary, and that's Denzel Ward. Yeah. So if they're gonna if they're gonna try and beat the, uh, I would put Denzel Ward on Will Fuller in a man, mm-hmm. or I would just run a big zone. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it should, this, this again, should be a good game. You know, the records could be a little bit deceiving, but it should be a good game. What about you, Matt? What are you thinking for this game? I mean, I'm, I think I'm going to have to go with the Browns just because of the, the additions of their offensive weapons. And while I do agree with what Mason said about 
um, Baker Mayfield being pretty mistake prone and not the best quarterback. Uh, but I mean, I think against this this Texans pass defense, it's kind of hard to to not have a good game. I think. I mean, he had the good game, really good game, week seven against the Bengals, which mm-hmm. is a pretty similar pass defense. I would say maybe Texans are even worse. Right. So. Plus the addition of Nick Chubb, I think the offense is just going to be too overpowering. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's, that's a good way to put it. What about you, Sean? What about this game here? Texans-Browns, what do you uh, think? Don't got much to say. I mean, definitely going to pick the Browns in this game. Don't want Texans to win. So the Colts get a wild card. But <laughs> I just think that all coming off a of bye week, these guys are fresh, they're healthy, and I think Baker's going to have a good week. Yeah. So, yeah. With the Browns. so we got a clean sweep there. For the Browns. Should be a good one, though. Let's move on to another very interesting game here. Three of us are in here, are Giants fans, me, Matt, and Mason. Sean's the Colts fan. But let's talk about the Giants and the Eagles, all right? You know, record-wise, we all know how the NFC East is, right? Record-wise, Giants are sitting at 2-7. and seven, But if they win this game, they'll be one game out of first place and hosting a playoff game if they were to win the division. That's absurd to think about. I'm going to start with Sean here. What do you what what do you think about this man? Eagles Giants Giants coming off a win. Eagles coming off their bye. It was a very close game on Thursday night a couple of weeks ago. What do you think is going to happen here at MetLife? Um, I mean, you guys looked really really good the other week when you played them, like really good yeah. until the last six minutes, two minutes yeah, or whatever. <laughs> but I don't like Wentz, and I don't know how you guys feel. I don't I don't like him. Okay. Like he's just I feel like, and I was listening to something they were saying how. He doesn't like to give up a play. Like he never. He's like the one quarterback in the league that doesn't throw the ball. That's away. true. Yep. And it costs and, him sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I mean, your guys is if as long as your offense plays well and Jones makes good decisions, doesn't turn the ball over. That's a big thing. I don't think that you guys, especially with Freeman coming back, I, I could I could definitely see you guys winning this game. But I think it'll be very close. Definitely a three point yeah. touchdown uh, difference in the game. So you're picking so, the Giants, sir. Okay. Yep. Okay. What about you, Matt? I like that. Good analysis there. What about you, Matt? Um, I like I like how this Giants defense has been playing. Yeah. I think that's the the bright spot. I mean, you I mean, the offense has been the offense has been fine. Jones has been mistake prone, but we knew that already. I mean, right. two and seven record. I think the bright spot right now is the defense, and I really sure. like to see that. The only problem is this week for the Eagles. I mean, again, Carson Wentz isn't the best play caller, but they're getting some of their key weapons back. I know. Um, they're getting some of the receivers back. I know Alshon yeah. Jeffrey is uh, questionable. He could come back. Yeah. They have Rieger now. They have Fulgham, who stepped up big time. Yep. And they have Sanders back. So that's right. that's a few weapons that I don't know how the defense is going to be holed up. I mean, to be honest, just as, as, as a football fan, Giants fan, I am really excited to see this game. I think it's going to be very passion-driven, I agree. especially considering the status of the, the division. Hmm. But I think if the... I just think if the Giants could control the ball on offense, I think that's their key. I think the defense might have some difficulty with this, the Eagles playmakers that are back, but if the Giants can control the ball well and keep the ball out of their hands, I think that's what they need to do to win this game. Gotcha. So you're going with the Giants? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Just as I mean, I, don't, I really can't say yeah. that the Eagles are going to win this game, but... Right. Yeah, well, yeah, you're, you know, we're Giants fan, three of us, so, you know, it's yeah. going to be tough to pick against the Giants. What about you, Mason? No way I'm saying the Eagles are going to win. Yeah. What about you, Mason? I, I just think this is going to be such a messy game. Mm. I mean, I like the way, I mean, I love James Bradbury. Yeah. I'll give him that. He's I think bomb. Kevin Fackrell is playing insane, too. But this is going to be ugly because the Eagles are last in the league in, like, 
I think it's quarterback knockdown or pressure rating, something like that. Right. Uh, sacks allowed, actually. Sorry. And Giants do get a good amount of pressure. I yeah. th- they're tied for eighth in sacks and quarterback knockdown rate. Yep. But with that being said, the Giants also do not have a good offensive line. With I mean, our rookie is playing terrible. Yeah, fourth pick in the draft, playing terrible. terrible. And the Giants are also terrible. Their offensive line. I mean, because. I mean, and Daniel Jones, he he has proven that he cannot throw the ball under pressure consistently. Mm. Right. So I think Daniel Jones is bound for one or two interceptions. Mm-hmm. I think now that Carson went, I mean, now that Miles Sanders is back, that gives the Eagles a little bit of hope. But I think Giants defense is going to pull through mm. for them this week. I'm picking the Giants. I, I and. I'm in the same boat as these guys. I think this game is going to be really close. I I'm, I think it's going to be less than a like, you know one score game. I think that ultimately for me it comes down to which quarterback is going to make less mistakes. And I think that the huge point of emphasis right now with the Giants and with the coaching staff is making sure Daniel Jones protects the football. And we saw it last week. He had opportunities to make bad decisions, to throw the, you know throw interceptions. To, he almost fumbled a couple of times, and he held onto the ball. He was tough with it. He had no inter- or he had no turnovers for the first time in I think it was like 15 or 20 something games last week, which is incredible to think about in in, a, in not in a great way, but you know what I mean. Um, I do agree. I think the Giants will come out of this. I'm not even you know it. As a Giants fan, I obviously think I want them to win, think they'll win. But as an NFL, just as talking about this game, I like the Giants defense. I think the Giants defense is one of the most underrated defenses in the league this year. Looking at their roster, they don't have like some crazy big name stars, but they're all playing really well. Leonard Williams, okay, he had a bad year last year. He's coming out. He has like five sacks this year or something like that. He's like one of the most sacks in the league. Bradbury, playing like one of the best corners in the NFL right now as far as, you know, rating him. You know, he had one bad game last week against Mike Evans or two weeks ago against Mike Evans, whenever it was. Um, but Mike Evans is a great receiver, right? Aside from that game, he's been locking up all opposing teams, number one receivers. Blake Martinez leads the league in tackles. Absolute stud. Great pickup for the Giants. Logan Ryan got the game-winning interception last week. Jabril Peppers. I think the defense comes up big, as the rest of these guys said. I do think the Giants take this one. So we got a little bit in-depth there. You know, Giants fans are going to get a little bit in-depth into the Giants games. We're going to try to run through a couple more of these games a little bit quicker next time. But you know what I'm saying. we got to talk about the Giants. Jaguars, Packers. This should be a no-brainer. For me, Packers are going to blow the Jaguars out. Mason, what are you thinking? Yeah, Packers all the way. I mean, uh, Gardner Minshew's out, LaVisha Chenault's out. They're yeah. going to have Jake Luton back there again. Yeah. And for, uh, what's the guy's name? Jair Alexander, he's going to be guarding DJ Chark. Yeah. No-brainer. To, Green Bay. To, to, to Lute, what's his name, Luton? Is that how his name? Jake Luton, I yeah, think. To Luton? Luton's credit, he played well last week. But then again, it was against the Texans. The Texans, yeah, that's the thing. To his credit, he played okay. But against a pretty bad defense, so yeah, Packers. I'll give him credit one if he plays well against Packers. Right, for sure. What about you? He's a challenge first. Yeah, I agree. The only thing, the only thing I can say that's really going for the the Jaguars is the fact that the Packers have one of the worst run defenses mm. for this league. But I mean, yeah, I can't. You don't even know if you can say it anymore. I mean, they held their own against the 49ers Yeah. On that. Oh, they really last did. game last week. So. It's 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 definitely not close to enough to give them any sort of edge. I mean, James Robinson has been great, but it's it, you can't say anything else but the Packers here. I agree, Sean. No, I'm gonna go the upset. I think the Jaguars. I mean, I'm gonna go the upset. In Lambo. Okay. The the Packers have shown that they can struggle. Oh yeah. And obviously they've had some. They can... Yeah, they've had some like you know blips and and some some you know that game against the Vikings in the run. Go ahead, mm-hmm. but yeah, in the running game, yeah. 
But I don't. I I really do like Lutton. I mean, you guys said that obviously he's against the Texas defense, but I I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I really do. Okay. And okay. it should be a good game. Okay. Yeah, I think it could be a little closer than people think, just because of the fact that um, like like we talked, the Packers' run defense is not very good, and James Robinson's been balling. Uh, that being said, I think that. I, the Jaguars' defense kind of scares me. I, I don't know if I can name you two people on that defense from off the top of my head. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm looking. But, hey, that, you know, it should be – it could be a good game. Let's say that. Um, Washington football team and the Lions. I'm going to start with Sean here. This should be a pretty good game. Both teams, you know, decent. Lions 3-5, and five, Washington 2-6. and six. Sean, what are you thinking about this game? Watching the Colts play the Lions the other week, Lions look like a mess. They really do. Mm. Especially if Godwin's dead and might not play. Galladay, Galladay. Galladay, whatever yeah. games. Um, might not play. I, I, I could definitely see the, the Redskins, the football team, beating them because they have McLaurin. Mm-hmm. Smith's not terrible. And they got some other pieces. Gibson. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I could see them win this game. The Lions' defense is not good at all. Yeah, no, it's not playing well really at all. They played well against the Falcons a couple weeks ago, but recently they haven't really. They're not a defense to be scared of. What about you, Matt? Uh, yeah, I just don't. I just don't think that the the Lions' offense can push over how bad their defense is playing right now. And the Washington has again, like the Giants, one of the more underrated and surprising solid defensive right. units this year. Honestly, and Stafford threw a couple picks last week against the Vikings' defense, which is, I mean, it's it's a lot worse than it Washington. Is. So yeah. I don't see how we can have a much better game yeah, this he, time. Yeah, yeah, he really did throw some bad interceptions, which kind of cost him that game. What about you, Mason? So we got two Washington picks here. I'm going with Washington, too. I think Stafford is going to be in a world of hurt after this game. Mm. The Washington, their football teams, uh, their defensive line. Yeah. Monsters. Really? They got like four first-round picks in that D-line. They have insane D-line, and I think the Lions' offensive line is not going to be able to hold them at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a really good point. I think the football team is going to have the ball for most of the game. I think there's going to be a, a lot of three and outs for the Lions. I got Washington. Okay. So, for me, I don't know. I have, like, a place in my heart for Matt Stafford. I just love Matt Stafford so much. I think that, honestly, and, you know, recently he hasn't been looking like it, but I think when he's healthy, he's 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 easily a top-ten quarterback in the NFL right now. Um and we saw it earlier in the year on a couple of plays. We saw it against the Falcons that crazy last minute drive he 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 drew up. But this week, I'm gonna say it like this: If Galladay plays, I think the Lions come out with this game. If Galladay doesn't play, then I see Washington coming out. So if I had to pick, honestly, I'm gonna go with the Lions. I don't know. I I just I just feel like the Lions have to get it back on track. They, they looked bad last week. They've had they're kind of like a mediocre team at the moment. I think that this can be a game where they can get back on track. Um, I think their defense has potential against Washington offense, which isn't great. Um, we saw last week a lot of errors against the Giants. That Washington had they had five turnovers against the Giants, which to the Giants defense credit they played very well. But I I don't know I, something's just I just think the Lions are gonna get this one done at home. That's just my opinion. But yeah, it should be that should be a very good game. But Anyway, moving on to the final game of the early window. Only five this week, but the early game, final window, the game we talked about a little bit earlier, the Bucks and the Panthers. Mason, I'm going to start with you here. Bucks panthers in Carolina. What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I mean, I said it earlier in the podcast. I don't think last week's game counts for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to crush the Panthers, okay. if, especially if Christian McCaffrey doesn't play. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I like Carolina. 
but their offensive line is pretty much average. Yeah. I think they're like smack in the middle for like sacks allowed. Yeah. So I'm 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 taking the Bucks, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers throw a couple deep throws to DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and get some points on the board. Yeah, I think they definitely need to get DJ Moore a little bit more involved. I mean, Matt, you'll know firsthand him being on your fantasy team. Um, you know, DJ Moore has kind of gone not, uh, pretty much non-existent in the past couple of weeks here. Uh, they got definitely got to give him the ball a little bit more. What do you think about this game, Matt? Yeah, well, more about DJ Moore. It's kind of been shattered by the emergence of Curtis Samuel, who's been right. a good playmaker for them, too. Yep. And, I mean... CMC last week obviously provided a huge boost to their offense. They looked good with him, but really now he's in pretty doubtful status for this week. So I think that's a huge crushing blow again after him being out for a while. I mean, we obviously we know who Tom Brady is. We know he's a competitor. He's not going to be satisfied with what happened last week. There's, I just, I don't see him taking a loss like that again. I think they have to get back on track, and yeah. they will, especially. I think once they're getting get a couple weeks to really integrate Antonio Brown to this offense, I mean, if he can be the receiver he was a couple years ago, I think that this is one of the top offenses, and I think that they're definitely going to be over top of the Panthers. Right. That's a good point. Sean, what do you think? I got Bucks all the way. Bucks all the way. Simple man. Man, a few words. Bucks all the way. I'm going to also stay with the Bucks. I the way what Matt said was the way I feel. I, I don't think that the Bucks can lose again after the last week. You know, they they just they looked so bad offensively like that was the worst i've ever seen the tom brady offense look especially on prime time you know give the saints credit they played very well the defense played very well their offense played very well but i have never and and i've seen some pretty bad tom brady offenses especially the last couple of years in new england that was the worst i've ever seen a tom brady run offense in my life and i don't i can't see it continuing especially with the amount of talent they have what they do need to do though in my opinion is just run the ball a little more. They have Ronald Jones. They have Fournette. Not, like, tremendous backs, but they can get the job done. I think last week they ran the ball five times or something like that. Something like, It was less than ten running running plays. I just think they need to run the ball a little bit more. Um, but I'm going to go with the Bucks to improve a 7-3 in a very close NFC South. Let's head on to the 4 o'clock window, the 4 o'clock Eastern Time window. Start off with a very interesting game here, Chargers-Dolphins. I'm going to start here. I'm going to ride with the high hand and ride with the Dolphins, who have won four straight. But... Dude, the Chargers, man, if you're a Chargers fan out there and listening or you're watching this podcast, I'm ge- I am feel genuinely sorry for you. Listen, I'm a Giants fan. Most of us in here are Giants fans. We understand your pain, bro. We've lost four games this year by three or less points. You guys have blown leads left and right. Trust me. And if there's any Falcons fans, you guys, I feel for you guys as well. But I'm just picking with the Dolphins, bro. They're hot hand. I can't really pick against them right now. Mason, what do you think? Um, Jeez, I don't know. I mean, just, yeah, the Chargers have... I think they have blown three 16 or more point leads this year. Yep. And Miami blitzes a ton. Uh, They're playing playing the Cardinals, you said? Oh, the Dolphins, sorry. Dolphins. Dolphins Chargers. Chargers, I think uh, Justin Jackson's a little injured, and so Chargers, obviously Austin Eckler isn't back yet. Mm -hmm. Chargers are going to have to go to, like, Kalen Balazs a lot, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for. I'm going to take – and Dolphins defense. Very impressive this year. Incredibly impressive. Very impressive. And so, as much as I like Herbert, and I, yeah, I I think the Dolphins are going to get it done. I think they're going to struggle offensively, but I think they're going to get it done. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think think the defense was going to put them above here. What about you, Matt? Uh, Yeah, as a football fan, I'm pretty excited to see this game because I feel like these are two of the young up-and-coming teams in the league right now, especially the Chargers. You're talking about blowing leads. Their 2-6 and record is definitely not 
reflective of how they've been this year. I For think sure. they've been a lot better than what that record tells them, especially with the loss of Austin Eckler, which would be a huge piece for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I'm still going to have to go with the Dolphins here just because they have the huge momentum. Defense has been showing up. I mean, they, they did allow, what, 31 points last week to the Cardinals, but, I mean, their offense showed as well. And The Cardinals I are think one of the that, best offenses in the league. Yeah, the Cardinals, the Cardinals are an elite offense. Yeah. And I think the Chargers are a pretty good offense too, but I'm still going to have to go with the Dolphins for this one, I think. Yep. So that's three in the Dolphins. Sean, are you going to make it four? Uh, I am not. Okay. I really am not. I am going to go to the Chargers game. I think as long as Herbert is okay. I don't, I don't know how bad his injury was last week, mm. but I think that the kid's a freak. He is good. He's a beast. And I think two is a freak also. I think they're both two great quarterbacks. Yeah. But I just think the Chargers have lost so many games that this is a game that they're going to they're going to fight for, and I, th- I think they're going to get the job done. Yeah, it's a good point. They've lost so many. Even last week, the, the touchdown that, that the guy just didn't catch, a great defensive play by the Raiders player. But, um, th- yeah, they've just lost so many heartbreakers, man. And being a Giants fan, believe me, I'm there. I feel you, bro. We, we're, we've been there. But speaking of the Raiders, let's go watch that game. Raiders-Broncos. The Broncos may be a sleeper team. You know, they lost last week, but they look good. Jerry Judy emerged an incredible week last week. They have Tim Patrick. They've got... Some good running backs. Anybody, you know, I'm going to start with Sean here because we started with Mason last time. Broncos Raiders. You going with the Broncos maybe? Me? Yeah, you. Um, Dude, I really don't know. I, I really think the Raiders are overrated. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, don't, like, I don't feel like they're, they have, they're that good of a team. Like, Derek Carr is okay. The receivers, they're okay. Jacobs, I think, is good. He's not great. He's good. Hmm. But I, I, to me, they don't stand out as like a really good team. I mean, they've beaten some good teams this year. Yeah. But to me, and I think I think Locke has played better recently. He's not great. But, I mean, you see what he did last week in the fourth quarter? Yeah, he balled out. Tore it up. So I, I think as long as the Broncos can just play their game and Locke has a good offensive game, I'd definitely think they could beat the Raiders. Yeah, and 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 I'm just going to pop in here. Usually I would go in order and, and, and then I'll pick last, but I'm just going to pop in here and say my pick real quick before we go over to Matt. I also am going to pick the Broncos in this game, and the reason why I want to pop in because I wanted to just say this uh, before I forgot it, actually, because I have my short-term memory is abysmal, but I'm looking at the schedule here for the Raiders. They lost games. The games they lost were to the Patriots, were to the Bucks and the Bills. Okay, yes, they they beat the Chiefs, which is an amazing win. But if you look at the other games they they won, okay, actually, okay, and they beat the Saints. So those are two good wins against the Chiefs and the Saints. But they they beat the Browns. Are the Browns really that good of a team? We don't know yet. They beat the Panthers. Are they that good of a team? We don't know yet. The Chargers is a good win, but honestly, they really easily could have lost that game. I'm gonna go with the Broncos. I think it's a bit of an upset. But and and you know, I said I I told myself I wouldn't do this because I told myself. I'm going to pick the Raiders because I've been picking against the Raiders the past three weeks and they've won, or, or the past two weeks, and they've won the past two weeks. But that being said, I think the Broncos' defense is going to p- play well enough to barely beat them, and I think Locke is also going to play well enough to barely beat them. But it should be a good game. What about you, Matt? Sorry about that. I kind of interrupted into your... Into no, no no worries. I mean, I, I liked how the, the Broncos' offense... I mean, they were playing the Falcons, which have a terrible right, secondary. Yeah. We know that, but... Putting up 30-plus points against any team. I mean, you can't have a terrible offense and put up 30-plus points. Mm. I liked how the, the receiving core looked. I mean, they have Tim Patrick back, hopefully this week, which would be a huge addition. I mean, their defense is pretty middle of the line, I'd say. And, yeah. I mean, I feel like the Raiders are just so up and down. I mean, I can't... I, I, don't, I really don't know what to, what to 
like what the deal is yeah, with them. I, I don't know how they're going to be on any given week. Yeah. So I I really I don't know. I really don't know what to say about this one. But I mean, the Raiders have some have some key wins, as you said, and I don't know. I think I think this is one that they can't let slip away with for them. I think this was one they really need for their to secure a lock for the playoffs. So I think I'm going to go with them for this week. So you're going with Raiders? Okay, okay, that's a, that's a good pick. You know, and, and like I said, I think I can see them going. I can see this game going either way. To be honest with you, I wanted to pick the Raiders, but something's just telling me the Broncos are going to come up big. What about you, Mason? Uh, I'm sorry. I think there's no way that the Broncos win this game. Mm. I'm saying that because, yeah, Drew Locke played well last week. He played well against, and he only played well in the fourth quarter. And during that fourth quarter, he was playing against the Falcons. Yeah. That, those touchdowns, in my opinion, don't really count right. if you're playing against the Falcons. It's fair. Raiders do not have a good defense. Mm-hmm. Broncos do not have a good defense. But... The Raiders have a lot of offensive weapons. They do. Derek Carr is somebody to be reckoned with it, when it comes down to it. He has Darren Waller in the air. He has Hunter Renfro in the air. Nelson Aguilar in the air. Henry Ruggs. And, you, and Henry Ruggs, too. And if they need to run the ball, they got Josh Jacobs. Yep. And I, the Broncos do they, – they pressure a lot. They blitz a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think the Raiders are just going to be a faster team. Yep. I think they're going to make decisions. Yeah, I think they're going to make the right decisions faster than the Broncos. I'm taking the Raiders. I like that. Uh, yeah, like I said, I, part of me wants to pick the Raiders, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to switch. I, 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 if I had to do it again, I'd probably pick the Raiders, but I'm not going to switch. You know, I'm going to pick the Broncos and move on. Let's move on to arguably the best game of the week. Bills-Cardinals in Glendale. This should be a good one, Mason. Let's give. Let me. Let's let me hear your thoughts to start off here. Who are you picking this one? Seven and two, five and three. What's going on? Um, jeez, this one is tough. I think that the Bills are gonna have to. I think Josh Allen is making some stupid mistakes. Hmm. They, they get turnovers a little too frequent, and the Cardinals are have a very underrated defense, in my opinion. Yeah. The Bills, I I don't know. I mean, I'm going to take the Cardinals. Okay. And also, who did the Bills play last week? Seahawks? Seahawks. Seahawks blitzed so much. Yeah. And the Cardinals are similar to the Seahawks in the fact that they blitz a ton. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to blitz the same as the Seahawks, I think Josh Allen makes some mistakes. Yeah. And I think Kyler Murray is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL at the moment. I think he can make some plays. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into Kyler very a little bit later when we talk about the MVP prediction because I have some stuff to say about Kyler. But uh, I'll, I'll go on to Matt next. I'm not going to pick. I'm not going to interrupt again. But let me just say what you something you said that was really interesting was the Seahawks and Cardinals both do blitz a lot defensively. And last week, Josh Allen picked apart the Seahawks. He absolutely picked them apart. He had his own way. He had over 400 yards, four touchdowns. The Cardinals defense is better than the Seahawks defense. I think any defense is better than the Seahawks defense, to be honest with you. So, I don't know. It's, this will be a really good game. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I agree with you. I think this is going to be a fun one to just watch. I mean, especially if you have people on your like fantasy team playing with this, and this is just going to be a high-powered offensive shootout. Yep. I mean, I I can't see this game being really low-scoring, and I think it's just going to be about who makes the less mistakes. I mean, I think I really think whoever makes the more mistakes, whoever makes the first mistake, is going to be the one that because like the offenses are. I have a good belief that the offenses can really capitalize on turnovers. Mm. I think. If you turn the ball over, 
I think in this game, there's a great chance that you're going to get a score on the other end. So yeah. we're talking about mistakes. I think I, I can see what Mason has been saying about Josh Allen. I mean, he's had a – this is a big comeback week for him last week against the Seahawks defense, which is obviously nothing really to right. talk about. He had a great week, but it's nothing – you know, didn't play against the yeah, defense mean, at all. But, yeah, if we look at the weeks before that, I mean, he hasn't oh, yeah. hasn't been the they person he the was Jets. at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I know that that that's the game that's kind of that's kind of tempering my expectations for for him this yeah. week. I mean, I mean, anyone can really light up the Seahawks defense. Anyone can really light up the Falcons defense. But right. I think he got back on track. But I don't know if he can keep that up against this Cardinals defense. Cardinals offenses look great. I mean, they get Kenyon Drake back this week. I think. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. But mm-hmm. if if I mean if if Allen can control his mistakes, I think that that's that's gonna be the key. Got you. Because I think. Turnovers lead to points for the other team this game. I think that's just how it's going to go. I agree. It's a, good, it's a great point. Sean? I'm going with the Bills. I, I think after last week, a lot of momentum from them. They need to win these games. And I think that they're I think they're going to come out with it. I think the Cardinals have been playing well, but the Bills are going to play better. Yeah. I'm also going to go with the Bills, actually. So we're split here on this one. I'm also going to go with the Bills. And the reason why I'm going with the Bills is because I think, like you said, momentum after last week is huge. I think that their their offense is starting to click a lot better. I mean, we said that a couple of weeks ago. And then they came out against the Patriots and against the Jets and almost lost to both under both teams who are well over five or well under five hundred rather. Uh, but I do think that the Bills defense at some point has to play better. Like they're coming into the year, they were one of, last year they were one of the best defenses in the league. This year coming into it, potentially one of the best defenses in, in the league, and they've just not lived up to the expectation. I'll tell you, you know, especially in fantasy, because I had them the first three weeks and I dropped their asses real quick. Like, bro, like I, I, I bro, they're projected to do so well, and they come out and put up negative points, and I'm losing in fantasy. Like, it can't happen. But I think that eventually they have to click, and it started last week with. Getting Russ to throw what I think he threw three interceptions this week, or he threw at least two. I think that they continue to build that chemistry defensively. I think the Bills do beat the Cardinals on the road. What will be a probably, you know, probably the best game of the week, honestly. Or this next game I want to talk about: Seahawks Rams. Six and two Seahawks, five and three Rams. NFC West is probably the best division in football right now. I'll start with uh, who did I start with? I'll start with, I'll start with Sean here. Sean, what are we thinking about the Seahawks and Rams? Rams going off their bye. Uh, I don't like either quarterbacks. Wilson has had a great start to don't the like year. Don't like Russell Wilson. Jeez. Hot take. But have you seen the amount of interceptions he's had? The past couple weeks have been very, very uncharacteristic of Russ. You're right. He's a, he's a great quarterback, I think. I think he's top five in the league, definitely. Yeah, easy. And... I don't. I don't know. What, I don't know what he's doing. I mean, I think with the Rams defense, the Rams defense can light any team up. They got they Donald on the D line. They got all these other guys. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey, and I, I think I think it's a big, big game for the Rams. And I'm I'm here going to go the Rams. Okay. But the Seahawks definitely have a lot of weapons. Their receivers are insane. Yeah. Filthy. And especially with no Carson, I really do think that the Rams are going to win this game. Okay, it's an interesting pick, sir. I, I I can't say I expected. The Rams, but okay. What's up, Matt? What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree that, I mean, like, Russell Wilson this past couple weeks haven't been himself, but he's still Russell Wilson, and this is still top three, definitely, offense in the league. And especially if you're going to have someone like Chris Carson that's coming back, you have so many weapons, especially a Russell Wilson. And I don't I don't know. I mean, God, I mean, I like the Rams' defense a lot. I think they're they've been great this year. It's just... 
any defense against Seattle, I can't see them being completely contained. I mean, especially not to the point where the Rams' offense can outscore them. I mean, I mean, I mean, I know that the Seattle defense is again terrible. I mean, it's one of the you can't have that good of an offense, but really that good of a defense. But I mean, Goff last week, week eight against the Dolphins, four turnovers. I mean, and oh, he's. I mean, the Dolphins again is a much better defense than the Seahawks. Not that hard, but. I think he's still turnover prone, and again, like I said about the Bills Cardinals game, turning the ball over against the Seahawks is not something you want to do because mm. they're very, very capable of capitalizing on that. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna have to go with the Seahawks. Got you, got you, Mason. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna agree with Sean on this one. I'm going with the Rams because, I mean, the defense is elite. It is. Russell Wilson, he's a monster. He's in the MVP like conversation. Yep. But. If Chris Carson does come back, then they're going to pass the ball a little bit less. And their main way of scoring is passing the ball at deep routes. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is going to be guarding DK Metcalf, most likely. Mm -hmm. If Jalen Ramsey continues to play how Jalen Ramsey does, DK Metcalf will not see the ball a lot. I think the Seahawks' offensive line is very mediocre. It could be good. Some games it could be bad. But Aaron Donald stays the same. Aaron Donald is still, in my opinion, the best defensive player in the league. Yeah. Top three player in the league, honestly. Mm. So I'm going to go with the Rams because I still think their offense is good enough. Mm-hmm. They have Daryl Henderson, who has been a surprise. But then their receiving core, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, that's all they really need. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is an interesting game, very interesting game. I- I just can't see an MVP candidate, Russell Wilson, lose back-to-back weeks. I just don't see it. I, I don't see it. I'm picking the Seahawks. I, I would not be surprised if the Rams win. I really wouldn't, but I'm taking the Seahawks. I think they're going to bounce back. I think they're gonna, their defense is going to kind of take it a little bit personally. I think that you know getting Jamal Adams last week helped. Uh, well, not clearly not. They get 44 points, but I think that it's going to help over time once he starts building up more chemistry with the Seahawks team. And I think the Seahawks are going to bounce back on the road. Won't be an easy game, but I think they will find a way to pull it out. Let's move on here. I'll go a little bit quicker here, just so we can get through the games, um, you know, in quick fashion, so you guys don't have to sit around for a long time. But I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. If you are, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Man, we're almost at 2,000 subscribers. Anyway, 49ers, Saints. I'm going to start here. I'm going to go with the Saints. The Saints look amazing. I really can't pick against them right now. Mason, what do you think? Um. 49ers Saints, I'm going with the Saints. I said it earlier, most well-rounded team in the NFL. Uh, 49ers, ton of injuries. George Kittle out for a while. Garoppolo. Garoppolo's out too, yeah. I'm going with the... Yeah, I'm going with the Saints all day. Yep, Matt? Yeah, having Michael Thomas back, huge help. I mean, yeah, he didn't look like the man he was last year yet, but, I mean, it's his first week. Same thing can say with Antonio Brown. He's going to get more integrated into the offense, Mm -hmm. and 49ers just don't have the weapons they need to win this game. So I think it's going to be Saints. Yep. Sean? Will we see a sweep here? I think you're muted. Is he muted? Is he talking? Sean, hello? Oh, Oh, hey. There we go. Um, Yeah, I I think it's going to be a Saints win. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't think that this we can really, anybody can really pick against the Saints after last week's incredible showing on the road. All right, let's get to the last game of the afternoon before Sunday Night Football. We got Bengals and Steelers. Now, 
This game, record-wise, looks like it should be a blowout. But the Steelers haven't playing, haven't been playing great recently. They've only won their last couple of games by one score against the Ravens, against the Titans, and then against the Bang or against the Cowboys. Against the Bengals, Sean, do you think that maybe the Bengals could give them a run for their money and stop the undefeated season? After last week, who did the Steelers play again? They played Cowboys. the Cowboys. Yeah. After last week, I I wouldn't be surprised, but. I'm going to go Steelers here because, and for all you fantasy guys, Claypool is going to go nuts this week. So, mm. might want to start. He's my start of the week. Start of the week start. from Sean. Chase yep. Claypool. Okay. Yeah, I, just think, I just think as long as Roethlisberger stays healthy, I mean, you saw what happened when Rudolph went into the yeah, week. So, as long bad. as Roethlisberger stays healthy, this should be an easy win for Steelers. Right, for that's Steelers. another thing. Right, and that's another thing. Roethlisberger at the moment is on the COVID list. He's been a, he's a close contact to someone on their team who has COVID. If he doesn't play, this could change it. But I guess we'll assume he plays, or we'll assume that his status is as it is now, which is literally he's going to play. Matt, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I wanted I wanted to actually talk about a little bit later about what the 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 COVID thing in the Steelers, but also what the league has been doing. Yeah. I mean, I, we'll talk about that later. But I mean, yeah, I think if if. The Steelers have the team that they, they've had. I think that Bengals present. Uh, Bengals aren't a pushover. I mean, I mean, people thought the Cowboys were going to be a pushover, and right. they were a play away or so. Dude, or something. Yeah. It was just from losing that game. But I think the Bengals have an exciting young offense. Yep. I mean, that's one of the most fun offenses to watch right now. I think their receiving core and Burrow has also been doing a fantastic job. But their defense is still remains elite. Their offense still is able to move the chains. I mean, they don't, they don't, they don't really go for the D play that often, but they move the chains very, yeah. very well. Mm-hmm. And Bengals defense is nothing special, so I don't think they can stop anything like that. Yep. What about you, Mason? Um, I got a couple of guys in fan, um, Steelers in fantasy. I'm gonna go with them. I think their defense still elite. I think, I mean, I obviously Mason Rudolph, not the, not the guy. Yeah. But, um, against. Honestly, I do like the Bengals secondary. I think Jesse Bates is one of the most underrated safeties in the league. He's solid. I think he, he, I think he knows the correct time to rush. I think he knows how to make plays correctly. But that doesn't stop the fact that I think the Steelers are just an overpowered force. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with what these guys are saying. I think that the defense of the Steelers is the best defense in football. And I don't think there's a question in my opinion. And I think that it's just going to be too much for a young quarterback. I think maybe next year, next year the Bengals could maybe put up a fight if 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 Burrow like continues to develop. I like the way he's looked. I love the way the Bengals' offenses look. They upset the Titans. Who says they can't upset the Steelers? But I, for, in my eyes, the Steelers' defense is going to be too much for the young for the young uh, offense to handle for the Bengals. So let's move on. Sunday night football: Ravens Patriots. You know. Six and two Ravens, three and five Patriots. The Patriots didn't look great the other night against the Jets, but they did come out with the win. Cam had that last minute drive. Cam is a really interesting quarterback in my opinion. Um, I want to believe that he's really good, and I think that he has potential to be really good. But ever since the injury, ever since his injuries in the past couple of years, we know he hasn't been the same, especially as of late in the past couple of weeks. He's had messed up a lot of games, especially the game last week against the Bills. Well, two weeks ago now against the Bills when he fumbled inside the red zone. Mason, do you think the Patriots may be upset, or do you you have the Ravens here? I think it's crazy how much people are slamming Lamar Jackson. Mm. I think, just I, I in general, I think the Ravens are 
gonna lose maybe four game, four or five games at most because of the second half of their schedule. Mm. I think Lamar Jackson still an insane talent, both in the air and rushing. No doubt. Patriots defense, not a fan at all. Yeah. And I, as much as Cam is like a a fan favorite. Yeah. I don't feel like he first of all he doesn't have the weapons and wide receivers. And second of all, I just don't think he's the right guy for that type of offense. Yeah. Yep. That's a really good that's a good way to put it cuz I think I think they want to run the ball a lot with this offense, but I just don't think they have the skill to run the ball a lot. You know, Damian Harris, he's solid. I mean, Burkhead's solid, but against like good against the Ravens, they're not going to be able to run the ball like that. And hey, real quick, Jacoby Myers, shout out to the boy, alright, I have him on the fantasy squad, he's not on the bench last week because I had to start Jerry Judy, who by the way went off, he's getting the start this week, I don't care how tough of a matchup it is, bro, Jacoby Myers, he's looking like a baller, alright, if they can continue to get him the ball, the Patriots could go places, and while I'm talking about, I'll just pick real quick, I think the Ravens are going to win, same way Mason said, I think the Ravens, um, just, Lamar Jackson getting a lot of hate, and granted, he hasn't played great this year, but he's still playing very well, he's still up there as one of the best, you know, he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now, so, I think that the Ravens defense is going to be a little bit too much for the Patriots' offense to handle. And I also think, I just don't think the Patriots have been able to move the ball much. However, I do expect Jacoby Myers, maybe I'm just a little biased because of my fantasy team, but I do think Jacoby Myers will still get his fair share of targets and receptions because, granted, he's like the only offensive weapon they have outside of Cam and, and their running backs. So, yeah, that's my pick. What about you, Matt? I think that if you told me that this was going to be a Sunday night game last year, it would have been oh, yeah. amazing oh, to watch. This uh this this Patriots team, man, I just I, I've never been used to I can't get used to seeing yeah. Belichick manning a team like this. I know. I mean it's I mean it's not as far. I mean really the a lot of the weapons are just gone. The team is just depleted. Yeah. I mean I mean in the beginning of the year, I mean Cam looked like the answer. I yeah. mean he looked like the savior. I mean I was hyped to watch that. I mean he has a ter- amazing story. I always will root for the guy. Mm. But I mean he's he's gotten a huge wake-up call in the middle of the week, and I think, I mean, in the middle of the season, yeah. and this Ravens defense hasn't really gone away. So, like, from I think they're they're still a solid unit. Yeah. Patriots offense is looking a little undermanned, a little, and I just I just think I can't see them coming out with this game. I'm gonna have to go with the Ravens. Yeah, I I agree, and I think, like you said, if we if we said this last year, we would all be hyped because the Patriots defense. Best defense in the league last year. They got their offense. They had Edelman. They've got some other guys. But with all those guys gone now, including a lot of the guys in the defense, whether from injury or from COVID or opting out, that defense is nowhere near as good as they were last year. Sean, what do you think this on this Sunday night game? Um, thinking another sad Sunday night game. Mm. I just, I, I don't know. I, I like I, I I like the Ravens in this game. Cam, two different types of teams. Belichick wants to throw the ball. Cam wants to run the ball. Yeah. You know the Rams coming. Every time they're inside the five, you know Cam's gonna scramble. Yeah, like, yeah. I have the Ravens. I just think I think it's gonna be like a almost like what they did to the Colts the other week. I think it's gonna be a twenty four ten game, maybe mm-hmm. maybe thirty one ten game, something like that. Yeah, I think I think what you said there's a good point, and and, and I'm gonna kind of rephrase a little bit what you said about how Cam wants to run, Belichick wants to pass. I don't even know if it's necessarily like a like a coaching. Uh, I don't even know if it's necessarily like a like a thing like that. I think it's just they don't know what their offense is. They don't know the identity of their offense. Like, did they are they a great running team? They don't really have an offensive strength, to be honest with you, right? They don't really have a good like their their receivers. You look at their receivers. Okay, Jacoby Myers is their bright spot on their offense. Fine, but aside from him, who else can you trust with the ball? Maybe Bird. Maybe I don't, when Edelman's gone, especially I don't know. Okay, fine. Look at their running backs. Can you really trust any of those guys? Harris is hurt now. Can you trust Burkhead? He had a couple good weeks. Consistently, I don't think so. Cam, 
can you really trust Cam? I don't know. Right now, I, I want to say, I, I wish I could confidently say yes, but right now I can't trust Cam against the defense. So I just don't, like I said earlier, I don't see the Ravens, uh, I don't see the Patriots points when I see the Ravens beating them. Let's head on to the final game of the week. Vikings-Bears, Monday Night Football. I'm going to start here. Dude, I'm going with the Vikings, you know. Dalvin Cook, shout out to Dalvin Cook. If you have Dalvin Cook in fantasy, like, you are probably chilling right now. Or if, you, if you've if you had him all year, you're definitely chilling. Um, but if you have him right now, you're, you know, you've won the past two weeks. This man has gotten over 200 scrimmage yards the past two weeks. And last week, over 200 rushing yards. What was last time you could say that? Mason, who's winning this game? I'm going with the Vikings. I think the Bears have one of the worst offenses in the NFL. Yeah. And I think I I think the Vikings defense is going to eat up with that being said. And honestly, I I just I don't like Nick Foles at quarterback. Yeah. Allen Robinson is the really only their threat. I mean, David Montgomery is is good and all, he's but he's he's a little banged up. I think Dalvin Cook's a monster. I think Kirk Cousins needs to throw to Adam Thielen a little bit more, and I think they're going to be good if they do that. Yeah. I know Matt's happy to hear that he is Adam Thielen in this league. Yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't been a huge fan of their Vikings game plan the past two weeks, but I mean that's that's what's been working for them. They've really looked to establish this run game, and there's really not a lot of people better to establish a run game with than Dalvin Cook. I mean that he's proven that over these past couple weeks. Yeah, and I think I think the emergence of Dalvin Cook is like their main threat. I mean it's kind of shaded away the fact that they have. I mean, elite receiver in Thielen, and I've one of the most exciting rookies in Justin Jefferson. I think that's kind of underlooked a little bit with the fact that Dalvin Cook has taken over this offense. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if that, if they can, what their game plan is going to be this week because the Bears are a huge threat defensively. I mean, they yeah. they have a solid, solid unit, especially against the run. So I think that, I think that they need to kind of shift their focus back to a, a passing running game instead of just a pure running game with the occasional pass. I think if they could do that efficiently, if they can establish the threats from both sides of the ball, I think that is going to be the key to winning. But, I mean, the Bears are very capable of stopping, I mean, any team, I yeah. think. And while their offense is, is a huge struggle, I think the Vikings' defense is is one that they could definitely pick apart. I mean, again, I don't like Foles, but, I mean, the Vikings' defense is not a threat no, at all. No, it's not. I mean, I think if they can get Montgomery, and I think they can get him working. I mean, the line hasn't been great for him either, but if they can get him working, I think that the Bears could take this one. Mm, okay, so we gotta... it just depends on it just depends on really on how the Vikings can take apart this defense, yeah. and if if they can hold out against the Bears, which isn't a threat, but again, the Bears could get it done. Right. Okay. I like. The, yeah, the Bears are very, in my opinion. Before I go to Sean here, I'm just gonna say this: the Bears are a bit a tough team to judge, in my opinion. You know, they look good. Sometimes, and then they look like, is this team really over 500? Like, we don't, it, it's tough to say the Bears, which is why I think a lot of us are, you know, are kind of seeing it could go the Vikings' way, even though Matt picked the Bears. Sean, what are you thinking here? Um, I think the Bears are a complete mess. Mm. I really do. I mean, I, I know that Foles and the coach were having problems. Yep. You know, they were on the same page. And,. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. If Foles doesn't, is, is Foles starting? I think so, right? To this week he's starting because Trubisky's hurt. He got hurt last week. Mm, he was he wasn't even active last week. Oh, um, well, I think this is a big game for Foles because if Foles can turn up, then 
he might secure his starting spot. But right now, I think both quarterbacks are terrible. Yeah, they're terrible. both not playing great. I think the running back situation, losing Cohen hurts. Montgomery is he's average, but he's not very good. Yeah, is, he on, is he in line to play this week? I don't, he's questionable. Uh, doubtful, but I don't know. Mm. So you're going with, uh, who are you going with? I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Vikings. Vikings, got you. Okay, yeah. so that wraps up the game picks. That was good. That was some really in-depth analysis. If you're betting on any of these games, not saying you should take our opinions, you know, we're just kids picking games, but we got some analysis for you, all right? We got four different opinions, so hopefully you guys enjoy the game picks part. I'll have a, a little bit more uh, to go here before we wrap up. I'm going to do a couple more things. I want to talk about the playoffs and the MVP race. Let's start with the playoffs. The way I want to do this is I'm going to ask each of you a sleeper team in the AFC and the NFC in the playoffs if, or a team that could get into the playoffs. So... If, if that makes sense. So I'm going to start with Mason. Mason, if you could pick one team in the AFC and one team in the NFC that's your sleeper team for the playoffs this year, who would it be and why? I feel like my sleeper team for the AFC, honestly, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Yep. Just because what they've been doing so far, their defense has been one of the most impressive things so far. Mm-hmm. I think they're just if they can keep that up, they can secure a wild, uh, definitely a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. And I don't see them making it far in the playoffs, but I think they can make it there. Right. And for NFC, NFC is, I mean, I'm gonna go with the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was mentioning earlier, I'm a big fan of the Rams. Also, the Cardinals could get in there. Yeah. If both of those teams can do what they've been doing, I think they can make it. I like that. Okay, Matt, what do you think? Uh, let's see. For for the AFC, um, for our, my wild card spot, I think that I'm, I I, w- I like the Dolphins too. I'd agree with Mason on that on that standpoint. Yeah. Um, I think with Nick Chubb getting back, I think the Browns have can have a huge comeback year this year. They I think could. this year they could really squeeze in there. Same with the Colts. I mean, if they could get that offense going, I think they'd also be yeah. Um, a good wild card spot there. Yeah. What about the and NFC? Then, NFC. I mean, that's why I sound a little biased, but I think for I think I think maybe not for a wild card spot, obviously, but I think I think the Giants can overtake the Eagles as the leaders in this yeah. division. I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch I, on I can, that when I talk about my 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 sleepers, but continue. Yeah, I think that is a hundred percent a possibility. It's it's really up for grabs right now, and I mean, I think that the whole division is beginning a lot of slander, and I think it's it's I mean, it's the the competition is really underrated. I mean, people always talk about. Right. How bad of a division it is record-wise, but that doesn't mean the competition. No, the games are close. Is any less intense? Yeah, the, yeah. the game. Every game. We uh, being Giants fans, Matt Mason and I, and, and Sean knows too. We these Giants games are all three-point games for the past like five weeks. Like they've all been close. The only game that we got blown out was the 49er game. And aside from that, we've had a close game. So this division is very close, uh, even though it's not great. I mean, the combined record nine twenty and one. I get it. This isn't a good division, but like I said earlier, the winner of this division hosts a playoff game in January. And when you, once you get in, you never know what could happen. So you know, it's interesting to me. I'm, again, I'll touch that in a little bit here. But Sean, what do you think about for your sleeper teams in the AFC or your sleeper team in the AFC and the NFC? My sleeper teams, I think the Cardinals. People aren't going to think is a sleeper team, but I'm thinking. I think the whole NFC West division mm. is going to be really close. I think the Seattle Seahawks have the potential to pull it away, but I, I think it's going to be really close. Yeah. Niners injuries kill them, but it's due. Man, they might not have a shot at it. But I think that 
the Raiders are going to be just a really big sleeper team. Mm. Uh, I really do. I like that. I agree with Mason and Matt about the Dolphins. Yeah. Okay, so so for the NFC, you said the, the Cardinals, right? Yep. So, okay, so Cardinals are Raiders. Okay, I, I like that. So for me, for my for my sleeper teams, I know for the AFC, I also agree with what these guys said. I think the Dolphins are very – honestly, bro, I think the Dolphins have a, have a chance – to compete with the Bills for the AFC East, maybe. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna happen this year, but I think next year they definitely have a chance to, to win the AFC East. But I still think they're a good super team for a wild card. And also, uh, as the guys were saying, you know, the Browns, the Colts, the Raiders—all very, very solid teams that have shown. The thing with those teams that we just mentioned, the Browns, Dolphins, Raiders, and Colts—they've all shown glimpses of like very good, but they've also shown glimpses of very bad. So it, that's why it's a sleeper, because you don't know what they're going to do, but if they do well and you get into the playoffs, right, anything can happen in the playoffs. And NFC, call me biased. I honestly am agreeing with Matt, with the Giants, and here's why, right? Look, right now the Giants are record-wise the last, the worst team in the NFC, okay? Fine. But let me say this. If you look at the strength of schedule for the Giants for the Eagles and for the Cowboys and for Washington, okay? Well, well, let's just go with the Giants and the Eagles since that's kind of like the focus of this week's game because if the Giants do win, they will actually only be one game out of the playoffs or one game out of the division, which is crazy. But let's just say, let's go with the Giants and Eagles. The Eagles have one of the toughest remaining schedules out of any team in the NFC. They actually actually have the toughest remaining schedule of any team in the NFC East. And honestly... And, and the Giants have a, don't have an easy schedule, but they're not. It's not the hardest schedule. It's they've played some of their hard games. They've already played the Rams. They've already played the Bears. Whereas the or the Eagles still have to play some of those teams. Grant the Giants do have to play the Cardinals, Seahawks, Browns, whatever. But I think this Giants defense can actually win them the division. Say what you want. In my opinion, I think the Giants are the best team in the NFC East right now. I really do. I think that we have the most potential at any team in the NFC East at this moment. You tell me, if everyone in the division is healthy, we're probably the third team behind the Cowboys and Eagles. But with the Cowboys having no quarterback, I don't think they're going to do anything. With the Eagles having injuries and Wentz looking okay. Bro, the, 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 are we just going to speed past the, the Eagles barely beat the Cowboys? With with, with, with that, who, who, Garrett Gilbert, who was the starter? Or it wasn't even Gilbert, I forget. What was the guy's name? Danucci. D- ben Danucci starting. Uh, can we, we're not going to speed past that, right? Like, I think the Giants could be a sleeper team out of the NFC. Look, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. They're not going to win a, they, they probably won't win a playoff game. But I think if they get in, they maybe could win one game in the playoffs. Maybe, but I don't know. That's why it's sleeper, because you don't know what's going to happen, okay? So that's the sleeper teams. Say what you want. Let me know in the comments what you guys think of that, who your sleeper teams are. For the last bit right here I want to talk about, uh, unless you guys want to talk about anything else um, after this, let's talk about the MVP race. We got a bunch of good quarterbacks. We got Josh Allen. We got Russell Wilson. Kyler Murray. We got, uh, who else? Aaron Rodgers. Who am I missing? Uh, Am I missing somebody? We got Wilson. Rodgers. There's somebody else I'm missing from that picture I always see on freaking Instagram. Uh, Did you say Murray? Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray. And Mahomes. Thank you. Mahomes. I couldn't think of it. Mahomes. I'm so I almost start with Matt. I used to start with Mason or Sean because they're on the top and the bottom of my screen. Matt, who is your front runner for MVP right now? Um, well, beginning of the year looked like Josh Allen to me. And I think I think that that was kinda surprised people. I think he kinda fell off. I think even if he has a great I mean, second half of the season, I think that there are guys that are better than him. That that mid season kinda the three week struggle he had kinda yeah. put him off of an MVP caliber season. Right. I think 
I think Wilson always gets disrespect when it comes to this category. Yeah. I think he's always always a front runner. He's always a huge competitor. I think he's more determined than ever this year. Yeah. Um, I think Kyler is having a huge year. I, I, I mean, to be honest, I think I think Wilson or Kyler could take this one home. I have them yeah. two as my front top two. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. What about you, Sean? Um, I'm gonna pick Rogers. Okay. I, I I don't know. I I think that, I mean, what Rogers and Devontae Adams have done this it's year, lethal. insane. This guy Adams comes up like thirty points a week. Yeah. With at least a touchdown, yep. like I, I just think that as long as he keeps playing good games, he'll do it. I mean, Murray's still young. Wilson's. Hitting a little bit of a bump right now. Yeah, Mahomes has starting to pick up his pace again. Yeah, he definitely is. And who's the last guy I'm missing? Kyler Josh Allen. Josh Allen. It should be interesting yeah. to see Allen because he's he's gotten his circumstances back up again, but that could easily drop. It could easily go back up. So mm. my pick is Aaron Rodgers. Got you, Mason. What do you think? So we got two different ones here. What do you think, Mason? Um. So I'm a little torn because, if I'm going to be honest, the Seahawks have had a very easy schedule. Mm-hmm. Their true. defense struggles in every single game, which just goes to show how good Russell Wilson is. Yeah. Kyler Murray, his defense, he has a good defense. Yeah, it's solid. It's a solid defense, and I would say, I would say honestly, both teams have had a somewhat easy schedule so far. Yeah. But I'm going to go with Russell Wilson just based off of how both of their defenses play. Mm. Seahawks' defense is not good at all, and yet Russell Wilson is still putting up... Their their team, in general, is still putting up, like, 40 points. Yeah. 40-point weeks, and Wilson's throwing... I mean, I know Wilson did not have a good game last week. Right. But I just feel like there's no way he can't win it if he keeps up what he does. Yeah. And, and I'm going to... For my pick... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on both Rodgers and Russell Wilson. I think that's who it comes down to. And no disrespect to Mahomes. Mahomes, if he continues to play the way he's played the past two weeks, then Mahomes could get it again because he's been balling the past couple weeks. But as far as the whole season goes, if you asked me this question a week ago, I would have told you Russell Wilson. Even after he played against the, even after he didn't play well, great against the Cardinals, I would say Russell Wilson. Right now, at this moment, I believe Aaron Rodgers. And this is why. I think that... I think that... That... The past two games with Wilson's turnover issues, and you will never hear anybody say that. Russell Wilson turnover issues, that those two phrases don't go in the same sentence, ever. But the past two games, he's thrown multiple turnovers in both games against defenses who aren't that great. The Bills and Cardinals defense aren't that great. The Bills are better than the Cardinals, but he threw like, I think he threw four against, or he had four turnovers against the Cardinals, against the Bills. So, right now, at this moment, just because of the past two weeks, I'm giving it to Rodgers. Honestly, I think they were pretty much neck and neck. The only reason why I had Wilson over Rodgers before last week was because of the Rodgers game against the uh, the Bucks. I think Rodgers looked terrible that game. And fair enough, I'll give Russ the Bills game. He looked bad. But I think that with the Bills game and the Cardinals game, I have to give it to Rodgers, dude. This, Like Sean was saying, this dude Rodgers, he never seems to be letting... like No matter who he has receiving the ball, even when Devontae Adams was out, the dude's still balling out. Like He had again, one bad game. But... Look, I don't know. I think Rodgers is just one of the most... I think he's still kind of underrated, to be honest with you. I think... I wouldn't be surprised if Russ wins, but my pick at this moment is Aaron Rodgers. Wow. 
We went a little bit overtime. I wasn't expecting it to be this long. We're at an hour seven right now. That's crazy. We've had some great talks, great analysis. Guys, is there anything else you guys want to mention before we wrap up the podcast here? Matt, I know you, want, you said something about like the, the COVID, the way the league's handling it. Do you want to touch on that, or are we good? Whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, we've gone a little bit over. We can do it quickly. But yeah. talking about the Steelers, I mean, they're just one of the one of the teams. I think that the the cases have shown a little bit of a spike in the NFL. And I think that – I think well, I just wanted to know your guys' thoughts on whether you think that the – the new playoff measures, the new like oh. alternative, I, is that something to worry about? Is that something that you think could really happen, or is that just them being extra, extra careful just in case? Yeah. So let me explain to someone if you're not if you if if you're not aware, if you're listening, you're not aware of the new playoff situation. Basically, right now, the NFL this year has extended their playoffs from six teams in each conference to seven teams. So seven teams will now make it each you know one wild card or one division winner, obviously, and then three wild card teams. Now that was going to happen regardless of COVID. So okay, that happened. Now the NFL has said recently, as of this past week, if scheduling changes have to be or if they have to cancel games due to COVID, they will add an extra playoff team in each conference, making eight teams in each conference eligible for the playoffs. If that, that, so that's basically what Matt was asking, what you guys feel. Uh, Mason, do you want to touch on that a little bit, how you, how you feel about that? Yeah, I think it's... I mean, they've had COVID cases in the NFL all year. Yeah, They've handled it as best as they can. Pretty well. But I feel like... I feel like it's just an extra precaution. Yeah. There's only there's really no way to tell until week 14, 15, 16. Yeah. If they're even going to need to uh, do those precautions, I don't know when the deadline is for them to say if they're going to add an extra team in there or not. Right. But I think it'll if they do, it'll throw a wrench in. Yeah. Every team's plan a little bit. 100%. I think it's a because little Because football is all up. It, it, football can come down to one play. It could. So, bad teams could Win by one, win by a field goal. All you need is one play. So. Yeah, I, I agree with what you were saying about how it's kind of like an extra layer of precaution. I don't think the NFL wants to do this. It's kind of like the way the MLB did it this year. If you're, if you're familiar, you know, more than half of the league in the MLB made the playoffs, and that would be very close to that. Um, very close to that. Here, it would be literally. So let's see. There's 16. So that's 32. So half of the league would be making the playoffs if they were to do this, which is, in my opinion, absurd. Um, Sean, what do you think? About, you have any opinions on this? Um, I think that this is a way of them trying to have another plan because I think they messed up the regular season a little bit. Okay, how so? I think they should have added like twenty weeks instead of seventeen. Okay, because they've been great so far. They've had one game being canceled, yeah. correct? But they've they've had one or two weeks have been changed. Yeah, yeah. One game has been canceled, and then the rest of it there've been games that have been moved. But it's it's only been for really one or one team, the Titans. So, I, I think that this is what I'm trying to say, that now, like, you've seen a lot of athletes getting COVID, not as much as the world, as much spiking, but now that it's starting to get cold, people are starting to see each other because it's late again. I think that, I think that they're, they're, they're going to have, they might have to shut down something because the, the cases go up. I mean, these people are normal people, too. They're going to get it also. Right. So They're going home to their families every night. You never know where their families are at. Yeah. I I I don't, I don't know. It should be interesting. I mean, I hope they keep it so we can see some other teams compete for the final thing in the playoffs. But I mean, it's something they might have to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, the way I feel about it, I I always I always feel like the playoffs should be an elite, like you know, the elite, only the elite, right? Maybe one got one team sneaks in like a Cinderella team, but I feel like it should only be the elite. When you make a playoff, half or more than half of the league making it. 
that's when it gets to be a little bit, okay, is this necessary? But that being said, during these circumstances under under these circumstances during this season, I think it's smart of the NFL to have that because um, I think that they definitely need to have more precautions. And the way I saw something that Sean said that I think was interesting too was potentially having or they potentially scheduling more weeks, not necessarily to play 20 weeks, but to just have 20 weeks of a regular season so that if you have to reschedule games, you have those extra weeks. And I think that that would have been smart. I don't know if they could do that now. Um, I doubt they could do it now with scheduling, but. Yeah, I think this is an interesting topic. I, I think that I thank you, Matt, for bringing it up because I think it's an interesting topic. I think that regularly, if we were in regular times, I, I would not like it. Um, seven is kind of the most I'll go for each conference. Fourteen teams is kind of the most I'll go. I understand the NBA is sixteen, but that's a different topic. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it's good the, the NFL is trying to add in some extra precaution to make sure they can get the season completed because, like, like like Sean said, we're halfway through as of last week, and we're we're doing pretty well so far. Knock on wood. So you know, but. Yeah, guys. Um, if that if that's it. Um, I want to say. Thank Can I have one more talk? Yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah, one more thing. Just just about what's what's happening. I mean, like, I, I yeah, I think everything is good. The only the only reason this is happening is just because like reading off the stat here. Um, and the and the last week, the November first, the seventh, there's been more than twice the total. I mean, more than twice the um amount of cases that there was in that September twenty seventh. In, in the country October or in the, in the country in the NFL? No, just just in that in that week of the Titans outbreak, the September in the NFL. I mean, oh okay, I'm talking about oh okay. Um, there's twenty six in September twenty seventh to October third between players and personnel, mm-hmm. and now it's reached more than double that. That's so that's crazy. I mean that's just that's just the note I wanted to make, and that's kind of what caused them to make this precaution. Yeah. So yeah, it's unprecedented times for sure. Um, it's no one really knows what's going to happen. Once it, well, luckily we seem to be having a vaccine. It seems to be coming along really well. Hopefully we can get that to people and to the general public as soon as possible. They're saying maybe January to March. I think you know uh, this is off topic. I'm just going to say it really quick. I think hopefully by March we should be com- we should all be vaccinated and all be good to go. Hopefully I pray that's the case. But yeah, guys, um, this has been a longer podcast. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or if you're watching on YouTube, you know I thank you for watching. Especially if you watch or listen to the whole thing, you know I think this was really good. Um, this is definitely different. But with this podcast, I don't want it to be one dimensional. I want to. Uh, I want to be appealing to everybody. I want anybody and any and everybody to listen. You know, if I know the past two have been kind of two K YouTuber interviews, so it's kind of been like it's very specific. Though, I will say, if you watch all those podcasts, you know it's not all about two K. There's a lot of good information for everybody and good value there for everybody. But like I was saying, I know I want to keep it. You know generalize i want to make sure that anybody can watch and listen and enjoy it and take value from it so yeah hopefully you guys enjoy i'm looking to do more podcasts like this maybe with these guys with different people uh, about different sports you know all that good stuff so hopefully you guys enjoy um make sure you guys subscribe on the youtube and uh matt mason and sean thank you guys for coming out and hey Maybe we should do, I don't know if you guys would be down, but if you guys would be down, maybe closer to NBA season, we can get like an NBA preview. We could do it again for the NBA season starting up, if you guys want, maybe. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Sounds good to me. That, so you guys heard it. I've already been doing my research for fantasy basketball. Oh, yeah, I've been, we know Mason's type on the fantasy basketball. You know that time it is. So that's exciting. Look forward to that later on in December. Hope you guys did enjoy it. Thank you guys. Make sure you guys do subscribe. Help me reach 2,000 subscribers. I'm going to have tons more podcasts coming up, tons more NFL picks, and also some PS5 games, potentially, depending on how the games are. If they suck, I'm not uploading it. Sorry. Yeah, hope you guys enjoy it. Peace out. You should take it slow